This week we run down 10 fun Florida food festivals. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Hello and welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun. Whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports and rankings to help you get the most out of your time in Florida. Whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Sunshine State of Mind is brought to you by SunshineStateInsider.com, your resource for Florida travel news, tips and reviews. And SunshineStateShirts.com, where you can find fun Florida apparel and more. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Good. Welcome back to our second show of the new year. And hey, um, we had a pretty good little spike in new listeners last week, I noticed. So if this is your first time listening. first or second time listening. How do you know they're new? Welcome. I don't know. I just see, <laughs> I just see a huge big boost of the downloads and i say hey i wonder if some of those are new people so maybe they are or maybe they're old folks or maybe maybe they only listen to that one and then they're, then they're and done. then they're done <laughs> last <laughs> week was, was our um preview of 2020 episode we looked listed 10 cool looking things um You're that playing we footsie with are me. excited it's because you know it's it's monday night <laughs> oh, and that that's one? what i do oh. um really yeah last week we did, is footsie a real thing i've never actually played that or even I've heard it said. I don't know. Um, Anyway, we're off topic already. Last week, we did our top 10 things we're looking forward to of the year. Just things that are, you know, exciting and we can't wait to go check out. New rides, new roller coasters, attractions, things coming that we cannot wait to see. And this week, um, before we we, will be getting into that, but uh, this week we're going to be listing 10 unique food festivals Yeah, it's like, you know, what, week three of January of the new year? So New Year's resolutions are out the window, and let's talk about I'm holding strong to mine. (laughs) Uh, But uh, yeah, we're going to talk there. This is kind of the festival festival season in Florida is winter and then fall. Although some of the ones that I'm going to talk about are in July. I've got one that's in the middle of the summer, too. Very odd. Yeah. Um, Typically, we don't like to go outside during that period of time. We... I always I always explain it to northerners like how you guys treat your winter, we treat our summer. We go from one air conditioned place to an air conditioned car to the next air conditioned place. We don't stay outside long unless we're at a water park or a pool or a beach. Anywhere we've got AC (laughs) or water you can dunk yourself in. Exactly. June 1, would you say, what is that, about June 1 to about October 1, Uh, roughly? May's pretty hot, I mean, there's definitely some bleed over into May and October. Yeah. But May and October, it's still okay. You know, it's okay now. There's still going to be some hot days. It's okay now. (laughs) It's okay now. But, uh... You know, it's not like the heat. It's not the dog days. It's pretty hot. I mean, I don't know. It can be just as hot in May and October. And I always, I always feel like it's ridiculously hot in October because, you know, it's Halloween and we're sweating and the mosquitoes are out. And I mean, I mean, this past October, this hot past Halloween, I got eaten alive by mosquitoes because it was 
It was, it was the hottest Halloween on record, I want to say. Was it? Wasn't it? I think it was. Or one of the hottest Halloweens. It was like 90 degrees. And then I remember seeing, we, we, I know we've talked about this at that time, up in uh, the Midwest, they had a bunch of snow. My sister That's was taking right. her kids out. That's right. It was snowing up north. Um, trick-or-treating with uh, three inches of snow on the ground. But as speaking of weather, because that's what we always talk about at the beginning of the show, um, it's supposed to get down cold tonight and tomorrow night. In fact, it's a little chilly right now. Like, I feel a little cold in the house right now because we don't have the heater on or anything like that. So I'm rocking a sweatshirt. Yeah. Um, One of the two or three sweatshirts I actually in, own. <laughs> it's supposed to go down to like the 30s tonight and the like 31 tomorrow. Yeah. Hopefully um, it might be cover the plants. It might be a cover the plants kind of night. I hope not, because it's kind of a pain in the butt. Well, all the plants <laughs> that we have used to have that would die whenever it got below 32. Yeah. We kind of, that we, was, yeah. They Dar, Darwinism, they, they, they've been weaned out. I, I was just going to use the same term. <laughs> they were all Darwined out of our yard. Uh, crotons, those things are infamous for dying as soon yeah. as it gets 30. And then we just said, okay, anything that's going to die that easy. Because yeah. I got tired of going to Home Depot and dropping 80 bucks on new plants every spring just to replace right. all the ones that got wiped out from that one stupid cold night that we have although we need to do that not that we had a bunch wiped out but we've just i think we like we ripped out our our beds because we were just sick of them and then we haven't replaced them yet and then the weeds overtook and now yeah. it's just a, you know i hear weeds are good for bees though you ever heard, heard that like <laughs> you that, know is that our excuse well there's a bee thing <laughs> you know they say bees are sort of slowly becoming extinct or yeah. maybe maybe yeah. uh there's a problem with the bee population mm -hmm. i read somewhere and this might be, I might be pulling this completely out of my, my butt. Rear end. That like weeds and, you know, overgrown lawns are good for bees. Like they love that. It gives Wild them more. Flowers. Yeah. So yeah. that's my excuse for any time we have a weedy lawn <laughs> is I'm just doing my, my part to <laughs> save the save, bees, man. Save the world, man. Um, they have like these wildflower test strips on the sides of like roadways too in Florida. I don't know if they have a those. wildflower test strip. Like you can test what kind of wildflowers. No, they have. I've seen the kind where you can grow them. You know what I'm talking about? Well, it's like it's it's um. There's usually little signs with them that, it, and I think it's like a DOT sponsored thing where, um, like they have like a little patch and they're like testing out whether or not wildflowers certain wildflowers will grow in abundance there and if they do then that could be like that's how they maintain that strip of roadway instead of like hiring you know workers or whatever to go out and mow the grass it's just a, a wildflower strip instead of you know grass instead that has of, to be made that's made, that turns into weeds and then maintained that's really interesting and i totally know what you're talking about because i 100% seen that where there's a median covered in one type of wildflower. Yeah. And it looks intentional, but it also doesn't. Like, you can tell it's a wildflower. Yeah. But you can... There's but a it part looks of, nice. It, look, it looks nice, but it looks like nature did it, not... Yeah. Uh, not a landscaper. Right. Right. That's cool. So, hey, before we get into... Um, I've got one little... Um, before we get into our top 10... I don't even know if it's a top 10. We'll just say it's... It's the 10 we chose. 10 interesting looking food festivals. But we got a, a comment... Uh, I wanted to bring up regarding our Daytona Beach episode. Yeah, that was a while ago. That yeah, was like back in November. Back in November, we did a week. We, we did a weekend in Daytona Beach. Yep. And we uh, spent a, well. We our hotel was in Daytona Beach Shores. We hung out at the it was little, a fun weekend. It was a fun weekend. We did the boardwalk. We did the. It was an adult weekend. Our kids were with grandma, and we got to like actually be, you know, feel like you know, like adults for a change. <laughs> <laughs> we left them behind and, yeah. and did our own thing. We did the lighthouse. It's yep. down there. And we got a comment about it because some of our, our 
we were a little bit not I wouldn't say harsh on Daytona, but we were honest about Daytona and how while we had a good time, there's some parts of the of the city that have seen better days and could probably use a um, well, I like TLC. to think that we're always honest about what we talk about on the podcast. I, I like to. Th- I don't want to be a yes man and just. Yeah, try I mean, to- even when like we get free tickets or something to something, which we're always very, very thankful for, and we try to always thank whoever gave us the free tickets. I always want to try to give a real review, you know. I definitely, I want to be useful. Yeah, right. absolutely. There was a book that I had read a while back. I'm trying to look up the name of the author right now. It was called Smile Smile While You're Lying, and it was basically about how. 90% of the travel journalism business yeah. is just BS. Right. It's a bunch of like people trying to get free tickets, writers and, stuff. and bloggers yeah. and journalists trying to get free tickets and stuff. So everything, every hotel they've gone to is awesome. Every yeah. location is the best. And right. they won't, you know, quite be honest in what they're saying. And so it's the book, the, the title of the book, Smile While You're Lying. To, well, uh, like, for ex- and I think a perfect example of, of that is when we went to Christmas in the Wild for the zoo recently. Right. And we thought it was a great event, but um, not like it, it It seemed like it was a little short for what the cost was. And a lot of the things were closed. Some some of the rides, yeah, they actually have rides, rides at our zoo like, and they like, were all closed right. at night. So we felt like, and I felt like we gave some good advice, which was, you know, if you are going to do that, pay for the to pay 10 bucks more for the zoo admission stay the whole day and then just enjoy christmas in the wild in the evening um you know instead of just going to christmas in the wild because you don't get to experience the full zoo with just that right so and you couldn't see a lot of the animals when it was dark exactly so the email we got here is from chelsea parcel um and she wrote to us regarding our Daytona Beach episode. She said, I wanted to thank you guys for making this review of Daytona and being completely transparent about the conditions of the area. I'm a young small business owner and I just bought a house in Daytona Beach Shores a year ago after being a New York City resident for a while. As I started exploring options for brick and mortar in the area, I found myself getting more involved in local politics here. I've seen so much mot- potential. I've seen so much potential in the area. But residents are resistant to change and oblivious to the fact that a lot of areas in Daytona are very dumpy. Uh, Her words, not ours. It was so nice to hear an objective point of view, and it's certainly some nice ammunition to provide for others as we chug away at a positive change for the city. Thanks again. Uh, Wishing your family the happiest of holidays. I just saw this comment uh, recently after... That's awesome. It, it been out there. So che- thank you, Chelsea, for listening. Thanks for dropping us First of all, that, let me just note. say, it's always nice to hear from people. And if you are listening and you've wondered if you should drop us a line, please do, because we frequently feel like we're putting this out into the void, you know, and wonder if anyone's listening. And we know people are because we see the downloads and things like that, which is always nice. But but to get feedback from a listener is so, like, gratifying. It is. You know, no matter what it is, even if it was negative, which we don't really want, please don't give us negative <laughs> feedback. But if you, if you have to do it, you know, if you, if you see some areas where we can improve, it's but how you learn Shannon. It's how you grow. I know. I know. So, um, <laughs> so it's so, so nice to get some feedback from someone on one of our shows and, um, especially in relation to Daytona beach, because we did think so much of the area in many ways like we had such a lovely time doing some like silly window shopping and picking up some tchotchkes and you know we got ice cream one night and some areas were just lovely and then some areas were a little sketchy you know a little bit yeah and and it was so and and you never knew like it was like you were walking and it was nice and then all of a sudden it turned not so nice you know and you didn't know exactly 
there wasn't like a designated area that was the not so nice area there's, you know there's quite a few like abandoned old motels on, right. on the strip that are kind of blocking beach access and nobody's using them right 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 and the, the people aren't kind of come they're they're not it's not the destination it used to be it's not you know it's not the yeah. daytona beach of yore so maybe some of these locals that chelsea's talking about they're sort of clinging to that nostalgic view of how right. things were yeah and thinking it's going to come back and and i think it can the rest of the world has moved on it's yeah very, it can. I mean, it's got a lot of promise and potential and a lot of areas, I feel like they have come back. There's you know? a new Hard Rock there. There's a new Jimmy Buffett property there. Yeah. We saw some brand new stuff. I would like, now I'm not an urban planner by any stretch of the imagination. Right. But what I would love to see them do is take some of those old motels that are closed. And from what I understand, they've had some hurricanes that have come through the last few years. And uh, just, you know, people, it did a little more economic damage to the city that they couldn't recover from and, and and more than just hurricanes but i like to see them take some of those old motels that are blocking the beach access like public beach access because there's yeah there's not much public beach access there unless you want to park at a hotel or you're staying at a hotel or you're going to drive on the beach and spend 20 bucks to drive on the beach knock down some of those old motels turn those into parks right um beautify it up and you know out with the old uh rundown stuff and make a nice new green space there for people to um to come enjoy the beach because there's still plenty of hotels there, but there's so many yeah. abandoned ones. It's it's like, uh, you know, it's a very help, help uh, interspersed different you know area. Yeah. yeah, there's parts that are really nice, parts that are a little sketchy, and and by you know if you knock down some of those old buildings, there's still hotels that are there. The law of supply and demand is going to fill those places if the if more people want to come into the hotels that are left well that's that's how prices go up so yeah and anyway thank you so much chelsea for letting us know because i agree with you 100 percent. i think there's a lot of potential there and i hope that uh, you can become part of um help turning that area around absolutely all right so um before we get into our festivals food festivals i do have one little quick piece of news regarding a festival okay that i think it's pretty neat gasparilla in tampa is uh the, it was the t- it's going on right now it's going on right now this is the huge pirate invasion of tampa yep it happens every year thousands and thousands maybe not thousands but we'll say hundreds of boats invade the city from the bay all around the one major pirate ship yeah. there's a huge parade it's quite an experience lots and lots of pirates lots and lots of beads yeah uh, there's the children's parade was this weekend. Next weekend is the adult parade, which is a lot of drunken debauchery. And then a few <laughs> weeks later is the night parade in Ebor, which is even ab- more, <laughs> even more, which is an absolute uh, mess in the best way. But uh, one of the big issues, and I remember seeing here, I remember thinking this, like, look at all these beads. People throw beads, Mardi Gras beads around yes. and they're throwing them around on the boats. And yeah. how many of those end up in the water? A lot. Probably I, there's got to be. Thousands. Tons of them down there in, in the water. Yeah. So uh, this year, the Florida Aquarium is is uh, offering a dollar off admission for every pound of Gasparilla beads you bring in. So if you are able to, you know, score thirty pounds of beads around your neck, that's free. You bring that in. Thirty. It's about twenty nine dollars to go there between twenty. Wow. Somewhere in that ballpark, twenty five, twenty nine dollars. So if you bring in a pound of beads, that's a dollar off your admission. If you bring in ten pounds of beads, that's ten bucks off. So they're trying to get people to not throw them in the water by bringing them into the aquarium? Um, I don't know if the, if it's necessarily a <laughs> demographic that overlaps. People are going to throw beads in the water <laughs> from a boat after yeah. having a few. Well, I mean, but moms it's, and dads drink. <laughs> it might give people the incentive to who are out there, hey, you know what? I want to go to the aquarium next week for free. I'm going to help 
pick up some of these up off the ground. I'm going to maybe not throw these in the water and right. Or at least get the awareness out there that, you know, let's not throw all these beads in the bay guys. Cause there's, it'd be cool if there was a way that like we could do like biodegradable beads or um, even like beads that were like food for fish or something yeah, there's, like that. There's, you a, know? there's at least one brewery, a Florida brewery that I cannot think of the name of right now. That makes the six pack holder, like the rings yeah, that hold together. It's edible. It's edible. If it ends up in the water, it degrades into like fish food. Yeah. I know there's golf balls on cruise ships are the same way yeah. where you hit a golf ball in the water mm-hmm. and it turns into fish food. That's cool. Um, that'd be great. That's a great idea. A fish food. Call me. Fish food gasparilla <laughs> beads. <laughs> make that happen. Yeah. All right. So, um, all right. So let's talk about 10 uniquely Florida food festivals that we came across for this year. Well, so you actually came across 20. I came right? across 20, and I'm going to post them this week on our blog. That's sunshinestateinsider.com. That's a separate blog from the podcast. And there's actually a ton of there's them. There's a ton more. Um, but I I kind of narrowed down what I thought were the most interesting ones that are sort of food-centric around one food type. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have the Epcot Food and Wine Festival on here or the Bush Gardens Food and Wine or the, the SeaWorld food festival because those are just they're huge they're and, huge everyone and knows everybody about knows about them right 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 um there's there might be a couple of huge ones on here that everybody knows about anyway yeah plant city yeah but um don't steal my thunder spoiler alert <laughs> uh, so these looked pretty interesting to me and i wanted to talk about them see yeah. what you thought about some of these and then we'll post our full list later this week on our blog site yep and uh if you guys hear if, if any of these food festivals you've been to please Reach out because we, as we mentioned earlier, we love to hear from you guys. Yeah. And reach out with any kind of review or trip report or anything. If you've done a, been to a cool place in Florida, please let us know. We would love to hear about it and share it with our listeners. Okay. So do you want to go first? I would be happy to go first. All right. So my first one is probably one of those that everyone's heard of, um, or at least everyone in Florida probably has heard of it. The food type or the festival? The both. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think everyone's heard of most of these foods. You know, that we're going to talk about, don't you think? Um, no? I mean, maybe. Um, anyway. I was a grown up until I heard of a Cuban sandwich. Really? Yeah. Okay. And my first Cuban sandwich wasn't even in Florida, believe it or not. Um, okay, it was nothing well, like the Cuban sandwich I've come to look to, How to, old were to you when you love. heard about strawberries? I was probably young. Yeah, I was probably young. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the Strawberry Festival, it's in Plant City. I've heard of this one. Yeah. We've been to this one. We've been to this it's, one. It's a... So, this... and just fair warning, we haven't been to most of these food festivals that we're going to talk about today. So, we're going to we're gonna give you just kind of the summary of what we read about it and what we've heard about it. Um, but I would definitely like to go to some of these. They sound really cool. There's a couple here that, yeah, we've been to and a few that sound really awesome or we've yeah. been needing to go to. Strawberry Festival is sort of like the State Fair 2.0 in Plant City. Yeah. If you've ever been to a state fair, this is basically the state fair, except um, with a strawberry-centric theme. Right. And it brings out a lot of big country. Uh, act. It's. Yes, I don't it know does. if it's all country. It's typically thought of as a country music festival. It's like a f- music festival slash food fest. Con- there's country right. bands, and then there's strawberry shortcake, strawberry milkshake, strawberry everything. Everything. So this year it's from February 27th to March 18th. Okay, a couple weeks. And um. They have, like you said, they have a lot of country acts. They have other, it's not just country though. Um, they've got 
Patty LaBelle coming. They've got Chubby Checker. Oh wow! They've got Leonard Skinner. Skinner. So Leonard Skinner's playing the Strawberry Festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those type of acts, like Reba McIntyre, that particular show is actually sold out. Um, they got Ninety Eight Degrees, Rascal Flats, uh, Sarah Evans. So it's about half. It sounds like a country. I dance. would say probably more like three quarters at least okay. is country. Just enough of but non-country to appeal to, to the appeal folks to that others. are yeah country so folks. Those. Um, performances are not included with admission so those have a separate ticket price however there is a lot of free entertainment that is included with your ticket price and it's a lot of times local bands you know and um florida bands that maybe you you know you've heard of if you follow them locally but they're not they they fill your local bar they're not national you know the strawberry fest is nationally famous right sure um, they've got eating contests, everything, you know, from mashed potatoes to strawberry pie and all kinds of things. They've got everything from like magic shows to racing pigs to like live, state fair livestock shows. Yeah. I mean, just the full gamut. So, um, it's, it, we've been before. It's a lot of, it, it's, it's very much like a smaller, Florida State Fair. Yeah. You know. And Plant City being the, I want to say, I don't know if necessarily it's the strawberry capital of the world. You know, I love my capitals of the world. I, think I do. I think they say it's the winter strawberry capital of the world. Oh, okay. That's, so, that's quite the, the um, well, it's the only place asterisk that, there. It's, it's <laughs> that, that's, oh, okay. I see. The winter strawberry capital of the world. Right, yeah, right. make rolling eye motion. No, it's one of those places where if you... Uh, See the the water tower. It's got a strawberry on it, and there's yeah. stra- strawberries all over town. Strawberries are thing. And if you pick up a carton of strawberries right now from your grocery store, it probably says, "Oh, it's from Plant City." Product of Plant City. Oh, absolutely. It. And they've got those places. We've been there before, where you can go pick your own strawberries. I think we just mentioned that a few weeks ago. Yep. Fun place. Um, next on my list, it's sort it's sort of like the, I guess we'll call it the South Florida version of the Strawberry Festival. Okay. Uh, except they don't actually grow this vegetable down there. Plant City is totally known for strawberries. The, is garlic a vegetable? Mm, I would. S- it's a root. It's yeah. Right. It's not a fruit. I don't know. I is don't know it what a, it is. It's an herb. It's not an herb. A spice. It's a. We'll call it a vegetable. Okay. Is an onion a vegetable? I mean, yeah. Garlic. We'll say it's a vegetable. Yeah. The South Florida Garlic Festival. Okay. Uh, this is they call it the best stinking party in South Florida. Uh, oh, you like what they did there? I get uh, this, it. This is in February. Again, we're sticking into the we're staying in the the festival season of winter time when it's. I gotta say, the man, weather is tolerable. The more I cook with garlic, the more I love it. I mean, it just makes everything better. Garlic. I mean, probably salt. not dessert, but anything savory, it makes it better. I once read. It was probably on Reddit or something like that where somebody asked professional chefs, what's the thing to do to make any home cooking taste like a, you got in a restaurant? And they say garlic, salt, and butter. Just yeah, just go crazy with those can't, three. Can't and lose, you will man. And you will just knock it out of the park every yeah. time. Yeah. So the Garlic Festival, South Florida Garlic Fest, this is sort of one of these. It's a music fest slash food fest. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's over 100 different garlic laced menu items. Mm-hmm. I like how they say laced. Laced is typically not used in the positive, in a positive term. way, yeah. You know, my no, my drink was laced with uh, yeah. something, something. Yeah. Um, you can get garlic shrimp. That sounds pretty normal. Garlic crab cakes, garlic bruschetta, garlic pizza. Bruschetta? Brusch- did I say that right? I, I think... It- I think it's bruschetta. Or is it bruschetta? Like, I don't you remember, know. You ever watch those cooking shows whenever they come across like a 
like an Italian yeah, word, a or and they just drop into the accent. <laughs> yeah, like um, absolutely a mozzarella. A mozzarella. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they have you were you were talking about uh, desserts. They have uh, garlic ice cream, Shannon, at the South what? Florida Garlic Fest. Seriously, garlic? Would you try that? I would try it. I don't believe I would like it. I'm trying to think if, I mean, is it? I wonder if garlic it's just, is a very strong flavor. Is it, if it was just, I don't know if it has garlic chunks in it, if it's just a garlic. Oof, don't say, a ch- chunks, chunks, chunks of has anything. a bad connotation to it. <laughs> Be blowing chunks uh, after trying garlic uh, ice cream. Yeah. I like spicy ice cream, you know that. Like, I do know like that. Like the hot spicy. Hot spicy ice cream. Spicy ice cream is you pretty like good. You like the Mexican chocolate. Mexican chocolate ice cream is good, but they have garlic ice cream. This I would definitely try it. I mean, why not? Just for the, yeah. the novelty value of why it. Why not? And uh, this is also like a music fest, like I was saying. It's a huge event. This thing brings out like twenty thousand people. It's not free. Really? It's not free. It is thirteen bucks. Um, kids under twelve are free because there's there's some pretty major. Not I wouldn't say major compared to the uh, strawberry festival because yeah. I think like Taylor Swift has played the strawberry festival she has, back yeah. in the day. Um, I don't believe that she would play it now. But the headliners this year are the Whalers. Do you know who the Whalers are? I do. Is Bob Marley's old band? Yeah. Yeah. So they're still around. I think they're without Bob Marley. Unfortunately, he's gone. Yeah, but I think so. I don't really know a whole lot about the Whalers. The band, the Whalers. Now it it sounds like it's one guy who was one of the original dudes, and they just keep on replacing people. So it's sort of like if you you go on their Wikipedia page and it's like fifty past members, but like the founding dude is still there, so they're still good there. The founding. And then I know you're a big fan of G Love and Special Sauce. He's the other headliner of the week at the. uh, not familiar with G Love. I've actually seen this guy once. I went to see Jack Johnson in concert way uh-huh. back in the day, and he was the opening act, and I had no idea who he was. Oh. And there was this guy sitting right to my left. He was around us, and he was like a huge fan of the opening act. Okay. And he was kind of obnoxiously a huge He was like trying to make everybody around him know that he was like a big fan of the opener. Like, oh, I know who this obscure guy is, and he's like singing all the words out loud <laughs> and looking around to make sure everyone can see that he knows all the right, words. Like, right, that's right, how cool right. he was, you yeah, know? Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, he was fine. Uh, so he's the, one of the, one of the headliners funny. at the South Florida Garlic Fest. It's a whole bunch of other like reggae-type bands, DJs, jam bands, stuff like that going on. So Cool. Sounds fun. Yeah, that does sound fun. And that's in uh, February in Delray Beach, February 8th and 9th. Cool. Okay, so next on my list is one that sounds really cool, actually, and I kind of want to go to this, even though it's a little bit of a hike for us. Um, so this is the Key Lime Festival in Key West, Florida. I would, Are you familiar? I've been. <laughs> You've been to the Key Lime Festival? I've been to Key West. Oh, oh I was going <laughs> to say. Key, and I've had Key Lime Pie I in Key to. West. I haven't had, I don't think I've had Key Lime Pie in Key West. I had frozen Key Lime Pie on a stick in mm. Key West. Yeah. Was it? fried or just it wasn't fried okay. it was like a i think it was yeah it was just a frozen key lime pie piece on a stick sounds good it was great we and had... it probably melted in 20 seconds because it was like the hottest place on earth when we yeah, were there probably um we had fried cheesecake at on a stick at the state at fair right the state fair yeah and that, that was, was good that was like heaven on a stick right there man it was so i bet fried key lime pie is that a thing they I... have I don't know. I'm just making it up right now. Cause, but, uh, but you know, Key Lime I mean, Festival, feel free to take my idea and implement it. Key Lime, key lime it should seems be so. like the kind of thing that wouldn't fry well. It would just kind of turn into a glob well, of That's why they freeze mush. it. So is cheesecake's the same way. Right. Though. I mean. I'm never. It never ceases to amaze me, the stuff that they can fry at the fair. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. The fair is nothing if not innovative. Do you remember fried Pepsi that they had at the fair? Yeah, that's weird. I don't even know what that was. I don't either. Um, I remember seeing it. It was probably just like a frozen ice cube of Pepsi that they They breaded and threw in the fryer and then it became melted Pepsi inside of... It, anyway, it, I haven't seen I don't it. Know. I haven't seen it in years, so it sounds if you, like a. <laughs> if you know what fried Pepsi was, let us. know. It sounds like a one-off experiment that failed. Yeah, we want to know. Um, so the Key Lime Festival, I I love. I I want to read you their description of it because I love their description. So it says that in Key Key West, they like to celebrate the things that make their island unique: citrus, eccentrics, people, eccentrics for sure. Yeah, people and pie. Our celebrations are fun, odd, and unforgettable. Our people are too. Come on down to the birthplace of Key Lime Pie for a little taste, and you'll see what we mean. Love and Limes. Oh, love love and, and Limes, limes is their, um, their tagline for this festival. So um, it sounds to me like there's a lot of different aspects to this festival too that at first glance, it seems like a lot of it's ticket based uh-huh. and, um, and you'd have to buy tickets to the various things to go to them, you know? So they've got like, um, pie eating and pie making contests. They've got like a bar sip and stroll, a key lime bar sip and stroll. Um, they've got talent shows, wacky talent shows. Um, key and lime- this is all happening in Key West. So it's correct. Key lime you pie can turn hop. the wackiness factor up mm-hmm. a little bit more than normal. Yes. Key lime pie hop samplings of keys distilled rum flavored with the tangy lime a scavenger hunt um scavenger the, hunt the miss key lime pie pageant and little miss key lime pie pageant um plus a, an ama- apparently an amazing um fireworks display that um like helps them to celebrate the 4th of July because this all happens the weekend of the 4th of July so July 2nd to the 5th which must be hot as heck but um, it sounds like a good time, man. Miss Keyline Pie sounds like something who, like who, a woman who works as like a, a, a TV anchor in a mid-market in the middle of the Midwest would have on a resume. I was Miss Keyline Pie 1996 before I got this job yeah. do, doing the traffic in Omaha. Mm. I don't know. Maybe. It just sounds like one of those things. You never know. You never know. But I think it sounds like a fun festival. I would like to go. It's Key West. It's going to be fun. I'm a big fan of Keyline Pie, so... It is the perfect pie. Is it? Key lime's good. It is good. I, love key I don't lime know pie. that it's a perfect pie though. I'm trying to think what the perfect pie is. Like I feel like a perfect pie doesn't need whipped cream, so it can't be pumpkin, because pumpkin just isn't the same without whipped cream, you know, or a Cool Whip or whatever. Apple pie just isn't the same without ice cream. And it has to be hot. It has hot to be warm. apple pie with cold ice cream, you know. So I mean, I feel like the perfect pie has to be perfect in and of itself. Banana cream's got all that stuff right there in one. So does key lime. Key lime has a um a cream on top too. This is a, this could be its own topic right here. I know. What is the perfect it, pie? It's a very important topic. It's controversial. I, I mean, pie yeah. versus cake right there is controversial. There's cake people. There's pie people. There's yeah. You know. I don't discriminate against those people. Yeah. <laughs> Some people can just be wrong. <laughs> no, I think that cakes and pies are great. Both great. I think I'm a pie guy. Really? I think so. Yeah. This is news to me. Really? I mean, we've never had this discussion. I don't think I, I knew mean, this. A, a good cake is great, but a you know a bad cake is just kind of dry and kind of eh. yeah. Yeah. Pie is just good all the time. It's, just, it's fruity. There's all that stuff is right there. It's all you know. It's just it's got that. You can't really screw it up too bad. Yeah. I think so. 
Like, ever had a bad a bad birthday cake? It's just, it's no. not, it's really, you gotta, you gotta like cover it in frosting and ice cream to make it edible. But like a bad I apple mean, pie. all cake yeah, is covered in frosting. still good. I mean, not all cake, but most cake but is like covered in frosting. But like, it's dry and it's sort of, you know, like a bad cake. You know what I think the perfect pie is? French silk pie. French silk is really good. You might have nailed it. I think you're right. Because it's got like the chocolate with the, with the, with the whipped cream kind of, I don't know, is that whipped cream on French silk pies? It's some kind of cream. Yeah. Wow. That's good stuff. Okay. Sorry. We digress. That's part of the whole thing. Digressing's fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what's next on your list? I'm going to stay in Key West. Oh, okay. It's a big event down in Key West as well. Another big party that they have. Yeah. What? When's the lot? When's the Key Lime one? Do you know the date on that one? Yeah. Did you we get a 4th of July. We get a 4th of July. This is a little bit after that. Uh, this is, they call it their biggest event of the summer in Key West. And this is the Key West Lobster Fest. Ooh. Uh, this is August 6th through the 9th. Ah, uh, lobsters, bugs of the sea. Yeah, these aren't the lobsters you're thinking <laughs> of. These aren't the ones with pinchers. These are the spiny lobsters. Oh. Uh, we don't have the pinchy lobsters here. We only have the, the spiny ones. So these ones can't, can't I always, grab you. I always, I can't even think about a lobster and not think about Jim Gaffigan's bit about how they're bugs. They really are. They're I bugs know, of the sea. It makes me wonder who is If you haven't the... heard that bit by Jim Gaffigan... It's completely family friendly because Jim Gaffigan's always family friendly, right? And most of his stuff's about food. Yeah. Um, bugs and, of the sea. And yeah, he talks about how they're they're bugs. They and really they are. Totally are. They used to be, from what I understand, lobsters used to be like the food they used to feed prisoners. Like this is the bugs of the sea. This is the, the junk <laughs> so nobody crazy. wants to eat. So yeah. we'll feed it to the you know the people in jail. And then all of a sudden, somebody decided, you know, some. PR genius decided to spin it and turn it into a delicacy and <laughs> next thing you know we're having right. festivals celebrating them and <laughs> yes. red lobster where you get your cheddar bay Absolute. biscuits oh cheddar bay biscuits they're good oh i haven't been to red lobster in 20 years I haven't why either. would i go to red lobster we live around here we can go to literally any other seafood place yeah and you don't ever get lobster anyway i don't you i like group, lobster grouper sandwiches I, I usually if i'm gonna get lobster it's usually a lobster roll situation oh yeah um, yeah, I'll go, I get grouper a lot. But the Key West Lobster Fest, this celebrates the opening of um, lobster season down there. Okay. They actually have two lobster seasons. The main one runs from August 6th to March 31st. This is when you can go down there and you can snorkel and scuba dive and pick them up out of the out of the underneath. But there's another one that's the called the mini lobster season. The first time I heard the term mini lobster season, I thought they were referring to mini lobsters. Like, miniature lobsters. Like, right, like crawfish but it's or just something. the season that's the miniature. It's, it's only a two-day season that is okay. prior to the main season gotcha. that apparently is just a total chaos cluster where everybody goes crazy they come down from all around the country to take advantage of the two days it's the it's the two days before the main season so uh -huh. everyone just tries to gotcha. go nuts and get in these lobsters and then i guess you know boats are running into each other and you got all these yahoos who don't really know what they're doing i and wonder if the lobsters are just like what the heck man what it was is so, going on up it there? was so peaceful yesterday and now all these guys are trying to catch us i'm just a bug of the sea man they need <laughs> yeah. the, the lobsters need a pr department to just like <laughs> right pitch how gross the they, it is to eat a yeah. bug you ever wonder who the first person bet, was that's what jim Ga jim gaffigan's been hired by the lobster lobbyists the lobster, big lobster <laughs> big lobster he was hired by big lobster to, yeah. to to promote the the bug thing the bug of the sea what would he be promoting instead of lobster what's the opposite of lobster key lime pie or uh <laughs> french silk what's not crunchy what's soft on the outside and crunchy on the inside um like hmm. a an m&m 
Would an M&M be the... No, no, that's no. crunchy on the outside. I was thinking... Um, What's soft on the outside? Is there anything that's soft on the outside and crunchy on the inside? Yeah, anything a cherry? with nuts in it. I guess that. Or a cherry with a pit inside and it's a or, fruit. Or you know what? Um, the peanut butter cups with the Reese pieces inside. Yeah, those are crunchy those inside. Those are crunchy inside. And it's sweet instead of savory. Yeah. You ever wonder who the... Per- you're, you're talking about bugs of the sea. Who was the first person to see that and Open say... Open up a lobster I'm gonna and try be like, eating I'm going to eat that thing. It's crazy how... There's a first person who ate everything. Yeah. Like, who was the first person to see that, you know, milk milk a cow and say, I'm going to try drinking that. That <laughs> looks delicious. <laughs> That's so gross. Right? Yeah. Uh, so the Key West Lobster Fest, <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's the big party in Key West in August 6th through 9th, which is just a little bit cooler than the hottest... Uh, then the pits then, of hell because we've been there then in the summer and the man is it hot. The <laughs> um, they need to have a Key West rooster fest for all the roosters that are running around live around down there to try to thin that population out. <laughs> okay, wow. I don't know. I mean, anti rooster, are you? No, I'm 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 pro rooster when they're on my plate. <laughs> oh god. No, I don't know. I've got nothing against the Key West roosters. I think they're fun. I like watching the Key West. They give the area. Some charm. Ebor we have City. quite a few in Ebor as yeah, well. Yeah, Ebor has them too. has the same kind of deal. So the Key West Lobster Fest, you've got uh, a lobster boil at the brewery. Uh, there's a Lobster Fest Duval pub crawl. A Key West pub crawl would be fun. Um, a lobster brunch. There's a street fair and a concert. And your favorite band is playing at the concert this year. Uh, the Dirt Bags. Key West's number one rockers. That's Dirt Bag with a D-U-R-T. Of course it is. I know you're, I know you're a big fan. So we'll have to go down there for this. We'll make a road road trip. It's right before it's in August. So in case it's, it's not clear, Andy's being sarcastic about the whole being me being a big fan of the dirt bags. They may be wonderful. I don't know. I've never heard of them before. Um, cool. So that's that. Awesome. Moving right along. <laughs> the um, next one I have is the Blueberry Festival. This is the one in Plant City also? It or? is also in Plant City. Um, and we have not been to the Blueberry Festival. We went to the Watermelon Festival, which is at the exact same place as the Blueberry Festival, which is the Key and Peel Farms. Which I is, always say Key and Peel. <laughs> which is what Andy calls it, but it's called Keel and Curly Winery um, at Keel Farms. And um, they celebrate the spring blueberry harvest. Uh, with two days of fun for the whole family, and it is live music. It's kind of a small little winery, um, but they, they have give live... tours. Yeah, they, take they tours do. Of it. They it's have a... tours. Live. They music. make their own beer there too, and they have live music. And I just stepped all over you. It's okay. Kids area. Um, you pick them blueberries, which is always fun. We've done the strawberries, but not the blueberries. Uh, wine tastings, food vendors, and craft vendors. So, um. I would like to check that out this year because it's right nearby and we have friends actually that go every year and they love it. What so, is this again? You just said um, the date, they actually you? no, they actually haven't released this year's dates yet, but um they have um last year it was the first two weekends of April. So I assume it's probably around that same Most time. Most of again. these are going to be in the fall or or between now and yeah. April May. Yeah, they haven't come out with dates yet though. So you're up. I'm glad you did that one because if it was Keel, it's Keel and Curly, I'd be saying Key and Peel. I know you would. Every time. That's why I said and it. Just recently, said I've, it for I've you. gone down this YouTube wormhole of watching a bunch of Key and Peel videos. Oh. And like I was doing that this morning, right yeah. before you know you got up. Right. I was watching Key and Peel videos on YouTube, okay. and I would be doing this. I'd be saying that. Yeah. I love those guys. I know you do. Um, 
because I like my capitals of the world, I had to add this one. This is kind of a small, a smaller one. Yeah. But Okeechobee, Florida, as you know, Shannon. Say that again. Okeechobee. Okeechobee. There you go. It's. <laughs> there's one thing. Sorry. There's a difference when you say something. Okeechobee. And then when you read it, like when you, if I were, if you were going to just ask me, what's the name of the biggest lake in Florida? I'd say Okeechobee. Yeah, Lake but if, Okeechobee. But if I had to read it, like it, it's sitting right in front of me. It's Okeechobee. So I just want to say Okeechobee. <laughs> Okeechobee, yeah. Florida, mm-hmm. as you know, as you're well aware. Oh, am I? Is the speckled perch capital of the world. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. Yeah. Wasn't aware Us of that. Yankees, because I grew up up in the Midwest. As your father-in-law calls you, a Yankee. We call him. I always try to tell him. Uh, he's actually a Midwesterner, but it doesn't Is matter. there a difference it, it, for if, you guys who are local Floridians? No, for us, you're all the same. All you Yankees I grew up in the, the Chicago same. area. Yes. A Yankee is you're like a... a, a mid- Yankee is anyone north of a... Mason-Dixon line. <laughs> which which is what exactly? Where is the Mason-Dixon line? I don't know. Somewhere in the middle. It's somewhere. <laughs> I know it's the divider between North and South, technically. Yeah. I always thought a Yankee was like a Boston, not someone from like New England or New, New York. Yeah, New York, that area. Yeah. 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 Upper, it makes upper sense. East Coast. You know, the New York Yankees. Yeah. yeah but. Um, Anybody who's just not from. Anyone who's from, not from the is South Yankee. is a Yankee. So that's me. To my but, father. But us Yankees, we call them crappies. Speckled perch, crappies. Same thing. In my in my neck of the woods, we call them crappies. Crappies. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Maybe that's I why they changed. I don't call them anything. Maybe that's why they changed the speckled perch down here because the, the accent doesn't really say yeah, crappie too crappie. well without trying to, you know, yeah, drop so. a bathroom word every time you say <laughs> that. Um, speckled perch festival is in Okeechobee, Florida in March 14th and 15th. And yeah. this is the speckled perch capital of the world, Shannon. We definitely call them speckled perches down here. Did you, do you really? Yeah, absolutely. Like I when when the first time I heard crappie was as an adult, and I was like, I've never heard of that fish before. And I never heard of a like, speckled perch before. And they were like, Oh, it's a speckled perch. And I was like, Oh, okay. I know what that is. Yeah. What, what about the other sunfish type of thing, which got it has? Um, I'll just the other sunfish. I'm fish? trying to say the name of the fish without saying the name of the without fish without saying it, so you can hear what you're saying it. It's kind of like a speckled perch. Um, you know I am horrible at knowing fish. You're not a fish person. Fish, so I don't know. Bluegill. What do you guys call bluegills down here? I don't brim know. Brim or bream? Brim, brim. yes. Brim? Okay, brim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, brim. Definitely. Yeah. We don't call it bluegill. I we can tell you that. Bluegill. <laughs> bluegill. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's fun. Yeah. So speckled perch fest because it's the speckled perch capital of the world. Um, this is a festival that started back in 1965, and it's a fish fry. 65? Wow, that's an old one. This is an old one, which is kind of why I wanted to add it, because it's got some history. Uh, it started just to kind of like pay honor to the the noble speckled perch uh-huh. that is very famous yeah. in the area. <laughs> so they pay, they honor this fish by frying it up and serving it with chips in the yeah, park. absolutely. They have a parade in honor of the speckled perch mm-hmm. in, in Okeechobee, Florida. I God, I really had to force myself to say Okeechobee there. Yeah. Instead of Just okay. don't read it. Because as, you... as I read it, I want to say Okey. Yeah, don't read it. And um, do you know where, I think I've asked you this before, but do you remember, Do you know where the world record, there's uh, a white speckled perch and a black. We'll call them black crappie and white crappie for folks we'll call like them, me. We'll call them speckled perch. <laughs> Neither. Do you know where the world records were caught? In Okeechobee? No. Okay. M- Missouri and uh, Mississippi. <laughs> So I don't know <laughs> why it's here. <laughs> Maybe we're talking up, you know, uh, quantity over quality in that area. I mean, it was just a lot of them as opposed to really big ones. Yeah. So they've got the whole, you know, there's like an antique car show. There's local artists. There's live music. A lot of these are kind of that sounds fun. Same kind of thing. And yeah. th- but this one has a parade. They have a parade. Oh. That honors 
the parch. The noble parch. Yeah. The noble speckled parch in Okeechobee, Florida. I love it. And that's in, if I didn't already say that, that's in March, March 14th and 15th. That's awesome. So right around St. Patty's Day. That's right. Hmm. And I saved my best for last. I don't know if it's my best for last. But, but I have more. Go. So wait. Okay, go. Don't, 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 don't go ahead. Um, okay, because I have another one of your capitals of the world. Okay. I love my capitals of the world. I know you do. And they're just fun. It's a fun trivia question. And this one is probably one of my favorite vegetables. The radish? No. The beet. I do love beets. I can't stand beets. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of the few that love beets. Um, I like pickled beets. Yeah. I think pickled beets are okay. I yeah. think I can handle those. Yeah. Because it tastes like a pickle. Um, they're like sweeter than a pickle. Yeah. Anyway, um, this is the zucchini festival. Did you know that Windsor, Florida is the zucchini capital of the world? I, I, I kind of flubbed up zucchini capital of the world. I don't think I did until you told me this one day. Really? I, I remember doing reason. We did a whole episode about the capitals of the world and I didn't know about this one. It just fell out. It wasn't on my radar. And then you said... Windsor, Florida is the zucchini capital of the world. And to that, my head blew. And I said, well, that's a T-shirt. <laughs> I just blew my blew. zucchini capital. Well, we need to put it on yeah. our T-shirt yeah. site then. <laughs> Everyone loves zucchini. Zucchini yeah. noodles, zucchini bread. Everybody loves the zucchini. Um. <laughs> Maybe not. I can't speak for everybody. There's probably people out there who hate zucchini. I like zucchini. And they're shutting it's this a, podcast off in terror. It's a squash, you know, and squash is a very like kind of taste or um flavor absorbing vegetable so yeah. whatever you cook it in it kind of takes on the t the flavor of you know if you put cook it in garlic it becomes nice garlicky you know it gets along well with everybody yeah it yeah. does um so anyway zucchini the zucchini festival they've got zucchini ice cream which I've never had, but I'm very eager to try. That sounds less terrible terrible than um, garlic ice gar cream. Garlic yes, ice cream. Agreed. Again, because zucchini kind of takes on the flavor of what it's with. I mean, I've had zucchini bread, and that's like almost a dessert type of thing, and that's oh yeah, I love zucchini good. bread. Yeah. yeah. Um, they've got lots of other zucchini inspired dishes too. Um, they've got some amazing activities, including the Duke of Zook. The Duke of Zook. And the Zucchini pageant. Zucchini pageant. Of yes. course it's the Zucchini pageant. Um, they've got arts and crafts, uh, cook a zook contest, uh, live music, hay rides, and contest for the biggest, ugliest, and best carved zucchinis. So um, it sounds like just a great time. <laughs> Don't you think? Well, zucchinis are a wild vegetable. It sounds like a wild time. It's a wild and crazy Crazy time. It's, so it's definitely one of the more fun ones to say. Zucchini. It just it's fun yeah. to say. They don't have the dates on their website yet of when it is this year. Last year it was May eleventh, um, in twenty nineteen. So their website is Windsor Z News dot com. So you can keep keep an eye out there for the the you know all the zucchini news from the zucchini capital of the world when you brought up the website there that's something i wanted to mention some of these websites i've noticed uh, and I'll, I'll i'll link to these on our show notes oh got Sorry. you banging Take your mic around yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> and she did it again some of these websites are like a trip back in time they they look like they were yeah like they're like uh, geocities they are a lot of a, one of them <laughs> Actually, I don't think I made it to the list because a couple of these I was looking at in the festival like just happened like a week ago. And I'm like, well, I don't want to talk about it if it's already yeah. over. 
uh, one of them actually started playing like music as it oh, opened, dear. like the MIDI, you know, like that doot yep. doot doot, like as it started. Mm-hmm. And some of them looked like they were all in. That's tough. To Geo Cities with Comic Sans yeah. font, and which is kind of charming in a way. It's fun. Is it? <laughs> it's kind of fun. That it's like taking a trip back in time. So, what's your last one? Early. Actually, I have two more. I realized I only two did three. More. Yeah, because I'm going out of oh, order. Oh yeah, because I went first. Yes, that's right. Um, this is this is the the. I have one more too. So I, I hate to sound very like you know, funny here, or I guess you like hate to sound funny. Cliche. Oh okay. But this is the 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 food. The sandwich so nice they had to do a festival for it twice, Shannon. Okay. And this the is the Cuban the sandwich? Cuban sandwich festival. There's actually two of them. Oh. Um, and they're kind of wait. So is this your fourth and your fifth? This the is two? my this is my fourth. It's uh, it's a twofer. It's a twofer for number four. Right, because okay. um. So you still have a fifth. I have a fifth. Okay. Uh, and these aren't competing festivals. This is like one festival with two locations. This is the Cuban Sandwich Festival. We talked about Cubans earlier on. At the same time? No, they're two weeks apart. One is in Kissimmee. The other one's in Tampa. Tampa being kind of like the the Cuban Sandwich Mecca. I Absolutely. mean, I know, I know Miami folks probably would disagree. There's a little bit of a friendly rivalry with that. And and, and uh, between who yeah. has the best Cuban. I think it's been more or less acknowledged that it was invented in Tampa, even though it's called the Cuban. Some say Key West, but it was like invented up here to like feed you know cuban immigrants who are living here but then miami people say no 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 no. it's ours it's ours in tampa people say no no it's ours but it's in two cities this year uh kissimmee and and tampa uh the kissimmee version of it is march 7th uh the tampa version of it which is in ebor is march 29th and they and this is actually like a joint effort between both mayors uh the mayor of tampa and the mayor of kissimmee both officially declared they 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 sent out a decree saying that march is officially cuban sandwich month Wow. In, in Tampa and Kissimmee. So I know it's very exciting it's for very you. Very important stuff. Uh, there is it, the one in Kissimmee. They're going to attempt to make a 190 foot long Cuban, the biggest in the world. 190 feet. Yeah, Guinness is going to be on record to try right, to. Is anyone going to eat that? Because, like, think how many people are going to touch that sandwich. Ew. I yeah. didn't think about that till now. Yeah. I don't think I would eat that. Well, think about when you go to Subway or Publix. I don't or go to Subway. You don't go to Subway. <laughs> I don't go to Subway either. Bad example. This is this is. I do on. go to Publix, we have, we have but Publix they wear subs here. they wear gloves. Do they? I've never really. Yeah, they Publix. do wear those rubber. Yeah. I'm gonna hope, not rubber. They're like plastic. I'm gonna hope and assume that they're for, gonna wear for sanitary, gloves. the sake of sanitariness, sanitation. I hope so. They're too. gonna wear these gloves because yeah. that's a lot of hands to be on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm assuming they're gonna chop it up and everyone's gonna eat it. And uh, on their website, you can actually like volunteer to be a part of this so you can if you want to be part of building the sandwich you can contact them and say hey man sounds, i'm a sandwich I, I artist mind doing that that sounds kind of fun actually to be to be a sandwich a part, artist well and be a part of a, a, world, a world record, record. Yeah. yeah that'd be fun um so that's, i did that once you were in a world oh wait you did the world's biggest cup of hot chocolate right i did i did yeah in a, in a former place mm-hmm at a former place at a former <laughs> job i now i'm gonna i'll put this out there i think this is on youtube somewhere yes years you, ago your fa- fame this is your i was of fame. i was famous i was on a tv show where we put 20 or 19 people in a volkswagen beetle and we set a world record yeah um back in a previous life that, that on an old show looked difficult the guinness book world record show that was on back you in still the day. have the vhs tape I, of it. yeah i don't have a vhs player the vhs tape is useless to me i don't even know anybody <laughs> that has one but i think is it's it on, on youtube? youtube i think oh, okay. so i couldn't even know what to look for i know someone showed it to me and they said hey there's you on the the show so yeah, and they interview you i did i got it oh man did i ever tell you the whole story behind this 
So somebody in the news interviewed me about that, about being in the Guinness Book of World Records for cramming 19 people in a Volkswagen Bug. Because uh-huh. I was like the ringleader of the thing. And someone called me and they were like trying to make like weird controversies out of it that weren't there. They're like, was there any like tension between the men and the women in the bug all being like stuffed together i'm like no we nobody even thought about that till you you weirdo get off my phone you know it was like why do you even bring stuff like that up but on the tv show they interviewed you as like the like the person that they were talking to about what you were gonna do yeah okay we're gonna have we got 19 people here we're gonna and then you went and got in there and did it right we did we we practiced a whole bunch of times to figure out the best way to do it and then by the time when it was on air, we did it really quick. How did quick. that come about? I never asked you that. Um, I was doing like a, a college internship with a big group of people in California. It was like a, it was a huge, yeah. it was like a program. It was like a couple hundred of us. And somebody heard there was all these college students in this one, you know, area and they needed a bunch of people to like do oh, it. Like it wasn't my you. idea. Okay. It wasn't my idea. It was some producer's idea. They said they gotcha. wanted to. And I think the bug, the Volkswagen Beetle was new. It was just out at that time. Oh, Okay. And they wanted to kind of promote the Beetle. Gotcha. So they came to us and said, hey, we're going to try to put 20 people in a Volkswagen Beetle. Do you, you guys couldn't do 20? We literally could not do 20. We tr- we At 19, there were so <laughs> many people in there. But I'm like, we had people, if it was like, if everybody was really small, if it was all a bunch of like four foot 10, you know, 80 pound, you know, yeah. girls, maybe it would be easy. But I'm I'm a, you know. A, a, yeah, you're like 6'2". I'm like 6'2". Yeah. We had other people who were pretty tall and yeah. big. There was people bigger than me. And we had... And we could not do more than 19. And they were a little bummed out. They're like, well, can you try to get one more in there? And the producer <laughs> was right there like, you, you're you seeing this, man. We can't get right. anybody else in this thing. And they were cool that they let us just do 19. They, you know, It was still the world record. It was still the world record. Right? And yeah. then I think we got beat by somebody at some point. But uh, gotcha. that's a story I never thought I would tell on this show. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, if you want to be cool. a member of a, of a Guinness record, you could do the Cuban Sandwich Fest. It looks like they're doing this... The sandwich one at the Kissimmee one, the one in Tampa is going to have uh, a lot more. It sounds like uh, music and art, and there's actually a Cuban sandwich themed art show there, and it's kind of funny, like just Cuban sandwich art. That's cool. It's a sandwich that's inspired art. Yeah. So anything, that's two of them. Art could be inspired by anything. Yeah. Man. I think it's funny because there's not a big Orlando versus Tampa rivalry in a lot of stuff. No. Maybe Tampa and, or, and Miami there is in this food, so it's kind of funny that they just decided to. Mm-hmm. on board Orlando with it too. Yeah, I guess so. And I learned our new thing that Tampa Cuban sandwiches have salami on them. Miami ones don't. Did you know that? I did not. I just learned that today. Good to know. Yeah. Hey. Um. Okay. So this is my final one. Okay. And I think it's a pretty big one. I've never been to it, Um. but it sounds like it's kind of a big deal. It's called the Isle of Eight Flags Shrimp Festival. I think our neighbors go to this every year. Really? This is the Fernandina Beach? Yes. Okay. Um, so it's in May, May 1st through the 3rd, and it's in Amelia Island, for, um, Fernandina Beach. Yeah, that's like the shrimp. They uh, God, I don't, I'm really trying not to say capital of the world again. You were but, about to, though. But I think that's... It, like the shrimp They do a lot of shrimping up there. Okay. <laughs> They're known for their shrimping. So... Um, It says that Amelia Island's Isle of Eight Flags story is a long and complicated one involving bloody battles and a clash of cultures. But the main takeaway from it all is that the island's deep water harbors contain shrimp. Lots of shrimp. Lots of shrimp. Uh, The festival honors Florida's shrimping industry by serving the little guys up hot, cold, fried, and on skewers in gumbo and chopped up into salads. (laughs) Okay, stop. (laughs) 
<laughs> little guys and then chopped up and fried and it's i'm just reading what what their thing is little guys they're, they're uh they're they're a little paragraph um there's also an ice cream eating contest for the brave and brain freeze Im- immune are they shrimp ice cream um it doesn't say is that it tartar sauce ice cream there'll be 300 arts and crafters 50 antique dealers 25 kids zone activities and live music on two stages um now all that's great, but this is where it got into the good stuff for me. I went to their website and did a little of my own little research here. That was their, just their kind of like PR um, paragraph. So they've got a few contests that sound contests contests that sound amazing. Um, they've got the best pirate costume, okay. adult and kids, pretty you know pretty standard standard. It sounds like a Gasparilla. An thing. ice cream eating contest, which they talked about a little. Okay, yeah. They've got the best beard contest. Beard. All right. Best beard. I assume mostly probably for men. Um, And the best decorated shrimp boat contest. Oh, that's fun. Okay. Very awesome. They've got a pageant. I'm I'm picturing like Christmas lights all over a shrimp boat. Shrimp pageant. Shrimp. um, Shrimp and queen or okay. whatever she is the shrimp um, queen of, of fernandina, fernandina beach <laughs> right fernandina beach uh there's a parade there's a 5k all right um there's also a one mile youth run and a half mile popcorn run at the shrimp the festival popcorn shrimp. this thing sounds ginormous you, like i want to go i think i know it's a huge event i know it's really big yeah yeah i want to go it sounds awesome we should and i a- like shrimp I, that's they're also bugs though they are one of the bugs of the sea. Yeah, <laughs> they are the. I like. I think I like shrimp better than lobster. I like oh, lobster. Oh, I, I definitely but, like. Lobster's great as long as it's dunked in a lot of butter. Hey, I like butter as much does as the next guy. <laughs> does that mean you like butter, butter or mm-hmm. lobster? Because if you have to smother it in the other thing, does it mean you like that thing? Probably not. Probably not. Right. Yeah. Like I think that's part of Jim Gaffigan's thing. It's like, hey, I like butter too, but can't we just eat butter and like, not, ha- right. not not dip a bug <laughs> in it? <laughs> like, I feel that way about oysters sometimes. Do I like oyst- raw oysters? Yeah, I don't know. Or do I just like the hot sauce and all the junk that you put <laughs> right, on top of them right, right, right. in order to try to get them down? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I like fried oysters. Yeah, fried oysters are good. Um, but I just like... Smoked uh, oysters Honestly, I bad. like pretty much anything fried. Yes. So I think most people do. I think everybody agrees with that. Yeah. Um, my last one on the list, and this yep. is not far. This is actually very soon. This is next weekend. So if you listen to this show after this coming weekend, you just missed it. And that's the Kumquat Festival in Dade City up in D.C. We've been to this one. We've been to this one a few times. It's also a capital of the world it is the kumquat capital of the world dade city grows more kumquats than any other place in the world shannon yes it does um and we've been to it we've had a kumquat there's there's sweet kumquats and there's sour kumquats i don't care for the sour and ones. boy are the sour ones sour it's man. like a natural sour patch kid that and is... you eat the whole thing you eat the peel and all and everyone i tell that to who's never heard of a kumquat is flabbergasted they're like, nah. I'm like, yeah, you eat the peanuts. I was too. flabbergasted when you, uh, the first place I ever had one was here. And I think you did this to me. You said, no, you just eat the peel. I'm like, really? Yeah. And it felt weird just popping this little. But you it's know, good. It's like a little, it looks like an orange the size of a grape. And you, maybe a little bigger mm, than a it's grape. It's bigger than a grape. It's like the size of maybe a plum. Yeah. And you eat this thing and you're like, oh. And then, yeah, it's just, you eat it. But. I don't care for the sour ones. They're way too They're sour. They're very sour. Sweet ones are good. But they have all kinds of... Uh, it's just like a lot of these. Just like the onion... Or the... Sorry, the garlic fest where it has garlic everything. There's yep. kumquat jam and kum- kumquat syrup and kumquat ice cream. Kumquat ice cream would be good. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to... Yeah. That 
it doesn't even sound questionable. Like no, the garlic Agreed. garlic one. Yeah, I would try it on the little sample size just because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. why not? You've got to do it. I try the zucchini. The one. Zucchini one probably would be all right, but kumquat ice cream kumquat, would be great. I would absolutely try. And it. kumquat beer. Kumquat. I think I've had kumquat I beer. I think you've had that too. Yeah, it's just very citrusy. Like if you've had an orange beer, like a yeah. like a wheat beer with orange. That's definitely good. It's a good hot beer. Um, there's an antique car show. Antique. Uh, when you say hot beer, you mean it's a good beer to drink hot when weather. it's hot. Yes. Not. You don't, I wouldn't. You don't drink the beer hot. Not, not like it's <laughs> coffee or tea. I'd like mine heated, please. Wonder, that's a thought I've never considered: is, is drinking hot beer, like yeah. boiling it and then pouring it in a little coffee cup and drinking that, like when it's hot. Yeah, that sounds terrible. I'm gonna try that okay. and report back. Not today. All right. I don't think I'm going to try that. You know, maybe with like a stout, it wouldn't be too bad. Moving right along. Moving right along. <laughs> um, there's a quilt show because I know that's, hey, that, that sounds the, I, I tell you what, like though, a rager. Like <laughs> at the, at the Florida State Fair, the like the quilting like contests and all that stuff. That's a big thing that people go and look at. You never know, man. It's, and that is an art form. It is. I, I mean, and it's interesting. You can be as, you know dismissive as you want but can you quilt i can't quilt no so it's definitely an art form and i've never considered quilting i i, I think the quilting world is okay with that okay <laughs> they don't need my <laughs> they don't what need if, your input what if i'm the world's greatest quilter and, and you just and never I've knew. never known like it's this could talent be. hidden inside me that you know okay. you've got an artistic I'll, eye i'll live and happen. die and never knew that i was the most talented quilter in the world yeah, and here I the am. The world will never know. Being dismissive of the Kumquat Festival quilt show. It's like the it's like the Tootsie Tootsie Pop. I don't know what that what how, <laughs> how many licks it takes. How to get many to the licks center. to get? Yeah, it's like one, one two, and then three. crunch. Oh, the world will never know. It's probably one of the first commercials I can ever remember as a kid seeing on TV all the time with the owl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the Kumquat Festival, it, it's a pretty big event. It's got four hundred vendors, and it uh, brings thousands of peoples. Thousands peoples. of peoples, peoples, people, and peoples. <laughs> many peoples from many different cultures, and thousands of individuals too. Uh, to Dade City to celebrate the sour little fruit. Ah, uh, that's my that's my new fruit. nickname for you, Shannon. The sour little fruit. <laughs> I don't think that's a compliment. Well, <laughs> I prefer the sweet little fruit. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so we have there's way more food festivals in Florida yeah. than those. And you're actually. Um, Andy's putting together a blog post that includes, I think, twenty of them. Yeah, information on all of these plus uh, more that we that caught my eye. And uh, so, if you're trying to figure out what food festival you want to go to, come check it out. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening. And if you like this podcast, please support us by giving us a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing us with your friends and family. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Our handle is at Florida Podcast. And search Sunshine State of Mind on YouTube. Another way to support the show is by visiting our website, sunshinestatepodcast.com, and clicking through the button that says Support the Show with Amazon. If you click through that link and just make your normal purchases, Amazon gives a commission to the show at no cost to you. Or click the link that says Become a Patron. It's a more direct way that you can support the show. And don't forget to check out sunshinestateinsider.com and sunshinestateshirts.com. We will see you guys next time.